The scripture reading this morning is taken from Joshua 1 verses 6 to 9. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written on it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. The sermon title this morning is Blessed Are the Vigilion by Reverend Dean. Let's pray. Lord, send your spirit to lead us. Help us as we study your word. Lead us into, into your word, for you are the spirit of truth. O Lord, help us to obey your word and renew our life. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. I guess we are very familiar with this passage, especially verse 9, right? Let's read this verse again together. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Isn't this a beautiful verse? Isn't this a beautiful promise of God, right? Did you ever receive a message with this verse or you have, did you ever send a message with this verse to encourage people? Yeah, some nodded your head. Yes, you have received this verse and you have uh, sent this verse to encourage people. And when will you do so normally? I guess when your children going overseas or go somewhere else to um, further their studies, then you may send this verse to them, blessing them, go in peace. God will be with you, so don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged, for the Lord will be with you. You encourage your children with this verse. You may encourage your friends who, who are facing challenges or difficulties in the work, in his or her job, encouraging him or her, saying that God is with you. God will be with you. So don't be afraid and do not be discouraged. For elderly, sometimes you may send this verse to your friends who are going through uh, surgery or something. You encourage them, do not be afraid. As you go into the surgery room, operating theater, God is with you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. We always quote this verse Oftentimes we quote this verse to encourage the people around us and it is beautiful and it is encouraging. 
But how are we sure? How can we sure? What is the foundation that we can be strong and courageous? What is the foundation of that? As we look deep, uh, dive deep into this passage, uh, I, I will basically split it into two parts for this passage. Let's look at the first part that we are very familiar, that we thought this is God's blessing. This is the blessing from God. Indeed, that is correct. I'll read to you um, this passage. Uh, I'll highlight a few parts. Uh, can you please turn your Bible, whether your Bible or your phone, to this passage, and we look into it together. Then you will realize what I'm talking about. Yeah, Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. In this passage, verses um, we are going to look into is from verses 6 to 9. So in these three verses, what did God told Joshua repeatedly? What is the phrase that keep on mentioned? Be strong and courageous, right? That phrase keep repeat, uh, keep being repeated. How many times did God repeated this from verse six to nine? How many times? Some show their hands. Yes, it's three times. Where is it? The first time in verse six. You can follow me and look at your Bible. Verse 6, the very first phrase of that verse is be strong and courageous. The second time appeared in verse 7. Also the first phrase of the verse, be strong and very courageous. The third time is in verse 9. The second phrase, be strong and courageous. So in these three verses, or to say four verses in this passage, God actually repeated three times, be strong and courageous. Why Joshua need such affirmation? Not one time, not two times, but three times. That is really, really a very difficult job for Joshua. The whole background the whole book of Joshua is uh, started from when when Joshua received the baton from Moses and he continued the work of God. And the whole book of Joshua is the entire serving years of Joshua since beginning when Moses died. That is mentioned in verses 1 and 2 of this chapter. So you can follow me and look at verses 1 and 2. I'll read to you. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, Moses, I, Joseph, uh, Moses, my servant is dead. 
Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. So here starts the whole book of Joshua, mentioning that Moses is dead. So who who is going to take over the baton, continue the work of God? That person is Joshua. So it, can you imagine Joshua? How, how can he take out the responsibility, strong and courageous? I think he is trembling to receive the baton from Moses. It's such a hard work for him, leading the whole Israelites continue the work, leading them into the promised land. And that's absolutely, um, really very difficult and very heavy burden to Joshua. All of us will compare, right? When people, uh, even when pastors, uh, leave, come and go, we will compare. Even though we may not say it aloud, but in our heart, we will compare. Uh, this new pastor, yeah, more, uh, younger, look more handsome. Uh, the, the, uh, pastor, the new pastor may be, um, not strong in leadership or anything, you will compare the new leader to the previous leader. So as to Joshua, people will compare this younger leader, not so young, not that young. Uh, Moses died at 120 years old. Then how old is Joshua? He is about 80. There's an age where when Moses, um, when Moses replied the call of God and he take up the work leading the Israelites, um, going exit from Egypt, Moses was also 80 years old. So from the age wise, he's still okay, 80 to start the, his job. And Moses lead people, all the people, the Israelites through the Red Sea. Walking on the dry land, that's a great and significant work in Moses' leadership. Can Joshua do anything great as that? Can Joshua do something greater than that? People will have a question mark in their heart. And Moses, his relationship with God is really, really close. Moses was on the mountain. He talked to God face to face, 40 days and nights on the mountain. Can Joshua have a deeper and closer relationship with God? As they compare this younger Joshua with the deceased Moses, who is Joshua? He's nobody. That's a stress for Joshua. It's really, really too hard for, for him. So God told Joshua, just in the short passage from verses 6 to 9, God repeated three times, be strong and courageous. 
under such pressure, how can Joshua be strong and courageous? God had given him two reasons. Let us look at it. What are the reasons? Please look at verse 6. Verse 6. Joshua can be strong and courageous. Why? Let us read together verse 6. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Because you will fulfill my word. Because you are doing my will. So my will, my promise will be fulfilled through your leadership. So that's the reason that you can be strong and courageous. And there is another reason from God in verse 9. Look at verse 9 and we read together. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That's the second reason that God had given Joshua that he can be strong and courageous because God is with him. God will lead him through wherever he go. God is with, with him. And these are the parts that we are focusing and especially the phrase, be strong and courageous. And nearly all the times we put our focus on the promises of God. God, you promises this, so I proclaim your word, just as you have said. God, you have promised this, so I pray according to your promises. What is next? You hope that God will fulfill His promise, right? That's the way we live our Christian life. We pray, we ask um, anything from God according to God's promise. And also that is what we are taught. Anything wrong with that? Nothing wrong. But at some times, just um, at some times, I really feel... Um, feel bad for God. I do feel bad for God. Why? Because there are times when we put God's word into his mouth, threatening him, saying, this is what you said, so you have to fulfill your word. This is what you said. If you don't fulfill, I'll get angry. I'll get upset with you. If you don't fulfill your word, what's for? I pray. I give up. I don't want to pray anymore. If you, if you don't fulfill your word, then I'm losing my faith and I'm, I'm going to leave the faith. The, these are the time, the moment that I feel sad for God. When we put the word of God into his mouth and we want God to fulfill his word. So as we say about, talk about the blessing of God, what is the foundation that God fulfilled His word? God did give the reason why Joshua can be strong and courageous. 
But did God mention what is the foundation that these can all come true? What is the condition where all these will realize come into Joshua's life? Did God stated that? Did God say anything about that? It actually is. It's right in this passage. What is the foundation of the promises of God? We will say trust, right? From the New Testament's perspective, we will say uh, we trust in God's promises, trust in God's word, and we pray out of our faith. That is true. And what comes along with faith that cannot be separated? There is obedience. We obey God's will. Just as what is, um, sang, quite seen in the, um, in a hymn, trust and obey. That hymn expressed this point really clear. Trust and obey. You know it. That's right. For there is no other way. Trust and obey. That's the only way, the only foundation that we can receive and dwell in the blessing of God. That's our obedience. We trust and obey and that's the way. And there is no other way. So we are going to look into the second part that is our obedience. We first talk about the blessing of God, the foundation, um, the, the reason that Joshua can be strong and courageous. But what is the foundation? How can Joshua be really in the blessing of God, in the promise of God? Here comes the second part, that is our obedience. And this is really stated clearly in this passage where we we seldom really uh, look into it. We emphasize be strong and courageous. We emphasize that God will be with you wherever you go, so don't be afraid. But do we realize that the obedience is required and is stated clearly in this passage? It's right in your Bible. Let us look at verses 7 to 8. Verses 7 to 8, I'll read to you. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Did you ever realize the sequence here in verses 7 and 8? What did God say? God said, be careful to obey the law 
of Moses that he God had given to Moses, be careful to obey all the law and do not turn from it to the right or to the left. And what is the result of the careful obedience is that you may be successful wherever you go. And God explained what is to what is meant by be careful to obey. In verse 8, God repeated the idea again, doing some explanation, saying, keep this book of the law always on your lips. That means you always talk about the law of God, always talk about the word of God, and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. So God also explained how to be careful in obeying the word of God. There's always talk about the word of God, discuss about it, and also always put the word of God in your heart, meditate day and night. That's the key that God had told Joshua. So in fulfilling his word, in fulfilling God's blessing, Joshua need to be careful, be vigilant in obeying God's word. As we look into uh, these two verses, verses 7 to 8, do you feel familiar? I'll remind you. From Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 3 to 9. This is what God told Moses, and let us read together. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey, so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. If we compare these uh, so-called Shema for Jews, they will always um, recite this passage frequently. So for Jews, they are very familiar of this Shema, the word, this, this passage. And if we compare that to what God told Joshua, you will realize that the message echoes to one another. What did God say to Joshua? God said to Joshua, keep the book of the Lord always on your lips. So what did God say in Deuteronomy? Talk about them. When you sit at home, when you walk, when you lie down, when you get up, all the times you talk about it. 
And God said, meditate on it day and night. He said that to Joshua. And here in the, in Deuteronomy, God said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. So the word of God echoes in Deuteronomy and also in Joshua. So God had made this very clear and also it's not something new. It's the word of God when Moses was still alive. God gave this word to Moses. And God reminded Joshua that is the key to dwell in the blessing of God. That come back to Deuteronomy chapter 6. We need to be careful to obey. In verse uh, chapter 6, verse 3 of Deuteronomy, the very same phrase appeared saying, be careful to obey. And that appeared in Joshua chapter 1, verse 7, exactly the same phrase saying, be careful to obey. And that's the key. So our trust in God will definitely come along with obedience. The more you trust God, the more you will obey and work out the word of God. And we must always think about it. How can we work out the word of God? How can we live our life that is always bringing glory to God, always obeying the word of God? If you are students, you may wonder why why do you need to study physics? It's so hard. Biology, maths, MS, um, history, all these stuffs are so, so hard. Why do we need to study that? Of course, the curriculum um, requires us to, to study all this. But why? What to do with God's glory? How can I love God more with all our heart, with all our strength, with all our mind? through studying physics. What to do with that? We must always think about it and talk about it in our life so that we can redirect our heart, our focus to God and always to God. If we believe the creation of God, you will love more of physics, of biology. From there, you will see more the glory of God. For the heaven and the earth shows the glory of God. If you believe more about God love the world, then you will love more about history, knowing how much, realizing how much that human being we need God's love. There are wars, there are all kinds of um, stories in the history. Most of them are twisted um, with sin. There are sins in the human history. So you'll see more of the need of the gospel, of the love of God into the world. As you believe more of God's righteousness, you will work more righteously in your work. You'll be righteous because you know God is righteous. If you believe more about God, 
blessing. He wants to change and renew your working environment. You will walk along with God, fighting for that to happen, obeying God's word. If you believe God wants to bless your marriage, your family, the more you believe that, the more you will obey God's word. Especially, for example, in um, Ephesians chapter 5, husband will definitely love more his wife, and the wife will obey more to the husband. So the more you believe God's word, you will obey more of his word. And that's the foundation of the promise of God. The blessed are vigilant. The golden rule that the blessed people hold firm is this. Be careful to obey the word of God. Always talk about it. Meditate on it day and night and obey the word of God in our life. That is what the blessed will do. And that is what the golden rule lies in this few verses. Let's pray. O oh Lord, forgive us, for we always want the blessing from you, but we don't want to pay the price bearing our own cross to follow you. We want to gain and earn the world at the same time, we want to gain blessing from you, which is ridiculous. Oh Lord, forgive us, we pray. Wash us with the blood of Jesus Christ that we are willing to sacrifice, to bear our own cross, to follow you as we obey your word and walk carefully with you. Lord, we will indeed live in your blessing. Lord, we pray that you renew us, give us strength. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.